welcome to another episode of Talking Shift. This podcast is a place for people to acquire knowledge of spirituality, or as I like to call it, our evolution. We talk about everything from spirits, psychics, the Galactic Federation, the Intergalactic Federation, channeling, spirituality, like all the things, starseeds, earth angels, healing, but my favorite, the ups and downs of being in these damn meat suits. Some of the shows you're gonna be stuck with me, Diamond, as your host, and others are gonna have my co-host, Alicia, or other various healers and wisdom sharers as we connect and we chat about our journeys, our experiences, and many discoveries we've had moving through our human and spiritual lives. We'll share some practices, tools that we've learned to help you shift your reality. We're all in this together, right? I would love for you to join us on our journey as we share and connect with others and create a space of acceptance and empowerment. We are brave, we are bold, we are raw, and we are very real. We'd love for you to join the conversation. Feel free to reach out at our email, reachout at diamondno.com or connect with us on our socials. TikTok is diamond.no and Facebook and Instagram are both diamondno and O as in nope. We would absolutely love to hear from you. All right. Hey, hey, everyone. I'm hanging out with Sarah Rose. Hey. Badass sister. Yes. <laughs> awesome. All right. So today, um, you and I have done a lot of talking about the energy in we've had this wave. So we had it June, July, August, then September, October, November, and then we're gonna have it December, January, February. Yes. Okay. This big wave. This is the awakening wave. And I know we're all feeling it, and I know you hear this all the time and blah blah, but there's actually energy conducive for. So right now what we're in, so October was activation, or sorry, September was activation. October is integration. November is receiving. Yep. Which is so powerful, right? And for those of us that took advantage of the first wave, holy shat. We just talk about the transformations that are happening right now, right? Like in my own life, like I've been doing this a really long time, but I'm having massive epiphanies and transitions and just incredible, incredible energy. I know you're having the same thing. And then yeah. our clients, man, like our students, wow. are seeing, most of you, most of you, those of you who are not know who you are <laughs> and we still love you and we're That's getting right. it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I popped off this TikTok the other morning about, and this is so important about it doesn't matter. You cannot, you, you can't force manifestation. Okay. You can't, uh... you can't force manifestation. <laughs> if someone is saying the five steps to manifesting and using the law of attraction, oh, don't do it. No, it's, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And this is why there's 12 universal laws, gang. 12. If you're only using the law of attraction, you are feeling yourself fucking hard. And the law of attraction isn't something that you have to or have to not use. It's always in motion. And this is the key. Ready? The key is, and this is what we're going to talk about, the universal law of vibration. Okay? This is the big one. You are an energetic being. You are frequency, energy frequency. That frequency vibrates. Your vibration 
is what the law of attraction is responding to. You are manifesting whether you know it or not, whether you know it or not. And you don't have to try or strive to manifest anything ever, ever. This is about what is your vibration? What is your fucking vibration? Like I hammer this at people all the time because it's like, it doesn't, you, there's no five steps. There's no secret to manifesting. You can create your vision board. You can create all that stuff. If you're trying to manifest, you are in the energy, the frequency of, I don't have, therefore you will not gain. Yeah. And I'm just going to constantly hit a wall, like constantly, constantly. constant. And I'm so sorry, but your vision board, if you were already in vibrational alignment with it, you'd already have it. You already have the whole vision. So don't want to spend your time, my darling, with your vision boards. There's so much more to this. And this is what October is about. October is about the integration of our tools, our awareness, our depth, so that we can become the vibrational match of that in which we desire. Yeah. That's all you have to do. And so when I made that TikTok, everybody was like, oh my, that's awesome. Turn it on. Like, thanks for the reminder. A couple of people, which I was like, yes, people know this. And then other people were like, but how? How? Yeah. How do I become? I just got to say though, like vision boards, like for some reason, I really need to say this and maybe it's just my personal experience. But like when I used to have to do those in school, oh my God, they were draining and exhausting because you're looking at things that you've never even Mm. touched or felt. So it's like, if you have those core belief systems, you know, and if Mm -hmm. they're shaking, that vision board is just like, you might as well just slap yourself in the face a few times. Constantly. Just take it off the wall and just keep slapping yourself with it being like, (laughs) I'm not in alignment. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. okay. So hard truth before we get into tools. Okay. So I'm going to share a hard truth about this. And then I'm going to share five steps. (laughs) Even though I just said, but I'm going to show you how your energy okay. works, what it creates. Okay. There's five steps to that. So first thing, when I started doing, um, help working as an Ascension advisor. So before I became an Ascension advisor, which I did not own that title until I started teaching quantum physics Okay, at all. It was like, okay, I'll be your spiritual coach and I'll, I'll help you. And I'll take you as far as I've gotten. That's always my motto. And I did, I took people as far as I'd gotten at that point. I used to freaking hold vision workshops. And I would sit there and I was like, something's not right with this. Like something is really not right with this. Like we're sitting here cutting pictures out of a magazine and we're drinking wine, which I mean, sure, it's fun. But I was like, what is that missing piece? And that's when I dropped doing all workshops. And I was like, something clicked. And that's when I created the program Divine Alignment, which you're now a Divine Alignment. Yes, I know. And it's so, oh my God, it's the best. Okay. So. Divine alignment means becoming the vibrational match of your desire because it, whatever it is that your soul desires is in your highest path. Right. We are here to evolve, right? And in order for us to evolve, it's your birth rate. You get to experience unconditional love, abundance, soul purpose, a healthy, vibrant body. It might not be a size two. That's fine. Mine is nowhere near that, but it's healthy and it's vibrant and it's strong. Your birthright for your evolution, your ascension, your awakening is to experience all of these things coming down your path. That's what you're here for. Okay. So take the pressure off number one. And that's why we've called this program that like 
we've got a really good reputation with this program. We've been teaching this program from the company for a good 12 years solid. Um, and it's just gotten stronger and stronger and stronger. And now you, Lisa, and I are the mentors for that. Yeah. So divine alignment, we help you align with the highest vibration possible. But here's the five steps and then let's dissect. Ready? Okay. I know you know this. This is how it works, guys. Your belief, your core belief, your limiting belief, your internal subconscious belief that was developed by the time you were eight years old, the way you subconsciously perceive the world, step one is your belief, creates an emotion. That emotion is your frequency, third step. That frequency is your vibration, aka perception, the way you see yourself reflected. And that will always create step five, your outcome. So if you do not heal your limiting belief, right? You're never, I'm Debbie Downer right here, but truth bomb, you're never gonna fucking get it. No. Nope. If you don't heal that limiting belief, you will never, ever, ever receive the thing that you desire that you were subconsciously blocking yourself from. And I know because I did this the hard way. I like, oh man, everything, everything from um, being diagnosed with cancer and having eight weeks to live, trying to find, trying to figure out how I'm going to have a vital, healthy body um, to endless narcissistic relationships. That was fun. Such a good, such a good track record for that. I'm like a pro at dating a narcissist. Um, to not finding love, to sorting out being a single parent, to financial flow, to ease, to soul, stepping into soul purpose. Yeah. Like did it all the hard way. I know where I was blocking it. Um, and that's something that we really dive into, not my story, because like who gives a shit about my story? Um, but like the nobody needs it doesn't even matter, right? It's the steps to creation that we teach in moving from survive to thrive. Like, and then now in the power of three, six, nine, our third tier to that. Yeah. We teach those steps and the science behind it and all of those steps, which is really cool. But I'm so excited for that. Just like I so know. excited. Oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Were you there in the galactic membership when I shared that piece of it the other day? No, I don't think you I should. I haven't. Oh. No, I, I don't do the lives because Tuesday night's kids, but like, yeah. um, yeah, I know I need to watch it. Yeah. It was like I shared a little piece of the Power 369, like the program that I've been working on for a year. Oh my God, a year. It's quantum, it's quantum entanglement. Like, mm. and then it's so funny. I finish it, I tell the world I'm bringing it. And then what happens? Nobel Prize for quantum entanglement is given. And I was like, talk <laughs> about me being in divine alignment. Holy crap, right? shoot. Right. I'm like, what? This is amazing. Cause I've been studying quantum physics for a decade. Um, anyways. So I, I shared this moment and everybody was like, what? like mind blown. It was so cool. And I was like, I know I did that too. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but one of the things with that is if you're not going to do the work on your limiting belief structure, those subconscious beliefs, you're never going to align. You're never going to become the vibrational match. So let's talk about that. Okay. That's deep. That is deep. Now I'm like, where do I begin? Where do we start? I know because I always take over and I'm like, <laughs> you're really jazzed about this stuff. I just start using the word jazz. I'm jazzed. All right. Um, oh, get me started. Okay. So 
how do we, in order to be the vibration of your desire, let's go backwards for a minute and then talk about core beliefs. So in order to be the vibrational match of your desire, so that you can align with it, so that the law of attraction can respond to you in a way that you desire for it to respond to you, you have to feel, you have to become, right? Yeah. So let's talk about, do we want to talk about love or money? You can't manifest money because it's currency, not frequency. Let's talk about love. You can manifest abundance though. Yes. Abundance doesn't just mean money. Abundance. Mm-mm. Overflow of everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. So to manifest love, well, that, that goes into the vibration of how you love yourself. Mm-hmm. Cause that's how you're going to become a vibrational match. Right. It's like that, that garden analogy I have where it's like, you know, if your whole garden is like full of weeds or if it's, it's, there's a lot of drought, you're not feeding the soil, you're not feeding yourself, like the nourishment that you need. And then all of a sudden, you know, your fence isn't fixed. It's falling apart. And that's like that, that would be your boundaries. Those are your protections. You're just letting people just trample all over you. How Mm -hmm. is that self-love? So really it's about like creating that frequency. Like you said, that vibration within yourself. So doing, doing that internal work, because we tend to just hide away from Mm -hmm. our love, our own love for ourselves. Yeah. Well, we're not taught really how to do that. Like I remember being like 15 or something like that and being like, all right, self-love, self-love. I guess I'll paint my toenails. Yeah. What do I do here? Right. Or Um, the opposite where it was like, well, that's, kind of selfish, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I get a lot of, I know you work with um, a lot of moms that yes. come to the board with that, that come to the table yes. with that. Like, oh, I can't possibly, I can't possibly. Right. Like my kids are grown. So I'm like, are you being stupid? Like, what are you doing? Like, I can't, you know, I'm not like yeah. in that phase anymore where I'm like, no, no, no. Like you got to do this. Trust me. Um, whereas you tend but to you be a little can. bit softer. You tend yeah. to be a little bit softer. <laughs> But the thing is, it's like, I know I can, I have a seven-year-old, I have a 13-year-old and I still get it done. Like I Mm -hmm. still get that self-love in. So Mm -hmm. it's overcoming, like you said, those belief systems. Mm -hmm. It's safe for you to set boundaries. It's not selfish. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. And I have a lot of, I feel like I'm going to be all over the map with this because I just have so many juicy tidbits that... Mm -hmm it's not really formulated, but love in particular, right? I know a lot of my male clients and my female clients come to the, the, come to the conversation with like, um, you know, I'm just trying to go to the grocery store more often, or I'm trying to be in public more often so that they can find me. Oh, and I'm like, Oh, it's not that though. And I remember actually like in my like late twenties, like if I was feeling myself, I was fucking going out because I was like, today's the day he's going to find me. (laughs) And then I'd be standing in the restaurant or the bar or the bank line. I don't know, like sucking in my stomach. Like somehow he was going to notice my stomach. I don't know. Like trying to hold my stomach in proper posture. Not don't look too bitchy, but don't look too easy. And like, (laughs) and then being like, oh, that's a handsome daddy. I wonder if that's him. And then like, you know, like, oh my God. It's so, so exhausting. Yep. (laughs) It's so exhausting. And that's not how love works anyway. Love, you know the saying, when you're not looking for it, it's when it comes. Yeah. It's like because if you surrender peace. 
That's exactly. People don't get it. We have all these amazing quotes out there, these lessons out there that just sort of like go in one ear or the other. And we're like, oh, you know, because I remember when I was single, people were like, oh, it's when you stop looking for it that you'll find it. And I'm like, bitch, I'm not looking for it. And like almost, and you get kind of your back up against that kind of stuff. You're like, are, are you, what are you trying to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you implying here? Yeah. Um, yeah, but the saying is a thing for a reason. I know. It's not about put your head down and don't look. It's deeper than that. Right. But we're looking outside of ourselves for it. Right. It's like, like you, like we talked about, like the surrender piece, but right now we're like sucking it in like mm-hmm. empire. Yeah. It's, it's twofold. It's yes. We're looking for it external. Just like you said, big, big, big point there. Yeah. The second piece of it is we're in fear of not finding it. Yes. So we're like on the lookout. And if you are in fear of not finding it, what is your vibration? therefore what are you holding back love (laughs) we should do this whole thing in song it could be really fun yeah so it's super key what's the foundation we start with what are we doing for ourselves how am i loving me every night i think i did a tiktok on this yesterday too i'm all over tiktok right now i'm like this is fun because i like had the weekend off um good yeah I know right yeah that's really nice and then I got my table and my chairs which I also I saw that (laughs) That, those are nice like that's nice I was like oh I want to go over and eat at your table they're (laughs) so 80s it's (laughs) but I love it so much like I am an 80s baby I'm like my inner old lady showing and I'm I'm very proud of that I love it so much anyway so Last night, I think, was the night I was doing a TikTok on. You got to treat yourself the way you want your lover to treat you. Yep. Like a hundred percent. And so at my brand new table, like I literally, there's flowers on it. There's candles on it. And these, it seems so simple, right? It seems like, oh, that's fluffy. It doesn't work, dime. But for me, I am like such a visual creature. Mm-hmm. So if I've got... Did you see the lotus candle holders I got? I did. I was talking to you. Jelly. (laughs) No, I just realized I was talking to you about going shopping for the centerpiece and then I didn't see the picture. They're gorgeous. They are. So I've got all this glitter and everything because I love that shit. I actually love that they're like rainbow. I know. Oh my God. Yeah. My I have a really small one like that. And then I've got a silver one and a pink one and they're yeah. in the front. So when yep. the sun comes in the morning, there's like rainbows all over the ceiling. Plus I have rainbow film on my windows, obviously. <laughs> like I am such a unicorn wannabe. It's my apartment is so girly. Like, I love my it. partner and I don't cohabitate. So I get to have, have my home however I want. Um, highly recommend. So that's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just don't cohabitate. Like we, I, we both love our own spaces. We're both, very different energy and it's fantastic. We live across the street from each other. It's perfect. It's awesome. Anyway. Um, so back to my dating myself, here we go. So my rainbow Lotus candle holders, boom, flowers on my table. Boom. Right. I, I spend an hour. So this is my tradition on Sundays, every Sunday I spend an hour. I look up a recipe that I haven't had before. I go to the grocery store and I get the stuff. I double batch it so that I food all week, but it's part of my meal prep. And then I cook for myself. 
So I pour a glass of red wine. I put on music. I cook. I celebrate with all the senses, creating a whole atmosphere. And then I set the table. I don't take it and go sit at the couch or lean over the kitchen sink and eat it like I do yeah. Monday through Thursday. Monday through Friday is like I just eat over the kitchen sink because I'm in a rush. I set the table. So there's a like napkins are not that expensive, by the way. They're I love three dollars. I love printed napkins, actually. Me too. I know, right? <laughs> and I've got all of the colors and all of the flavors. Like it's it's an ambiance. Yep. So I set the table and then I put on a playlist of my favorite, favorite, favorite self-love songs, like the ones that I want my partner to sing to me. And he does, ironically. Okay, I'll share all of that aftermath. I'll, I'll okay. let you in the juicy details of my life. <laughs> um, so juicy. She has purple chairs. Hmm. <laughs> They're awesome. It's <laughs> so much fun. Um, so I said the ambience, I get that playlist going. And so here's a huge trick. Huge, 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 huge trick. First thing I do is I put on that playlist because that's the song that my lover and he does when I manifest, not manifest, aligned with my partner, legit, he sings to me. He would never admit that. He'll be hella mad when he hears this. He'll be like, what are you trying to make me sound like? Ooh. But anyway, he does. He sings to me. It's amazing. Um, so here's the flip though. So I sit at the table and I don't start eating right away. I let the song move me. Mm. I sit there and I take in my atmosphere. And I don't do a prayer. I don't pray, but I take the same amount of time as it would to do a prayer. Okay. And I thank Diamond for Diamond. Mm. And then I let that song flip. Here's the kicker. Me singing into all past versions of myself. Wow. Me singing to my eight-year-old self. Me singing to my 20-year-old self. Me singing to my 30-year-old self. All the, all the pieces of her that were hurt and traumatized. Yeah. And I sit at the table and I let that song sing to her. That's beautiful. Right? Oh my God. My kids would be like, what the f I know, right? <laughs> Aaron would be I like, uh, but I do work from home, so I could probably do that on my like lunch. That could yeah. be my lunch thing. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, even with a cup of tea and a muffin or a cookie. Yeah. Like <gasps> you can do that. You can put on headphones even. You don't have to sing along. But this is this cool thing. And this is what's taught in moving from survive to five, as well as divine alignment. Yes. We teach you your inner child. She's, she's talking to you. He's talking to you. They are talking to you. Yeah. And they will talk to you through the song you listen to the most. Yes. We all have that song. We all have that song. It was my F you mom and dad song when I was younger, right? Yeah, we all have I have too. one. And then that <laughs> F you past partner song, yeah. right? Go listen to the lyrics and imagine that that child is saying those things to you now. Mine was Numb by, by uh, Lincoln Park. That's a good one. And like the lyrics were so appropriate because I yeah. hadn't know I didn't know that the inner piece of me was asking for to be seen that felt numb. I love that whole invisible. record actually. I the entire thing. It's on my yeah. workout list a hundred percent. Yeah. I think uh -huh. um I remember Let It Rain by Amanda Marshall for some reason. <gasps> like oh, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh I know, right? Like cheers. 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 <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, I'm gonna go listen to that. I my right? Interesting. Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs>
yeah. So what's your angry I'm, one? Can you tell me your angry one? I know that we're supposed to be like talking about other things, but um, if you want to share, there's, I'm trying to remember, I'm not really good at names, but there's a song by Papa Roach. Okay. Um, and then there's, I'm such an emo wannabe, like, oh man, I was meant to be a rock star. You guys, you have no idea. Um, there is a Papa Roach one. And then I like, <laughs> there's a playlist on Spotify called Emo Screamo. <laughs> and it's my jam. Like, okay. I love it. Um, the Used. Yeah. Um, Bury Me by The Used. Oh, mm-hmm. passionate. Oh, love that one. Anyway. Do you have mine's, a great? Yeah, mine's Toma by Pucifer. Oh, nice. That's, nice. That's like, yeah. Yeah, I'm feeling yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, we should co-create. A go cry, <laughs> p- cry in the bathtub playlist. And then a get angry playlist. Because right? it's also an amazing tool. Like we teach yeah. you in divine alignment, how to use anger to actually align rapidly. It's incredible. Right such a hyperspeeder so we should make an angry alignment list and then we should make an inner child list yes oh and then we should just make a sitting at the dinner table unicorn list like my whole family can listen to it the whole family can listen to the unicorn (laughs) wannabe (laughs) we need to do this um yeah favorite songs by sarah on time (laughs) love it Um, yeah, I would love to hear in the comments for those of you that find this on YouTube, I want you to to share the song that was your like big F you, the, I got too many feelings song, share it and then go back and hang out with your inner child and see what they're trying to share with you, what they're asking of you and then put in the comments, like such a beautiful moment. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to those comments. Um, yeah. So back to my date for myself every Sunday. Yes. So then I let the lyric change into my inner child singing to me, me singing to my inner child. Right. And it's this, 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 I just sit there and I take in the smell of my dinner because it's usually boiling hot anyways. Right. And I just take in the moment and I just connect into all those past versions of myself. Right. Then I'm not going to give this away, but there's this cute, amazing little Whoop, 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 exercise that I teach in three, six, nine, you'll have to wait for that oh. one that literally propels you into alignment and you, you connect in and talk to your future self, your higher self. Oh, like that's it's awesome. amazing. So I do this whole little thing. It takes just at the same time it would take to do a prayer. And then I eat mindfully. I take I my time that. eating. Yeah. yeah. And I always go to, so, you know, in like high end grocery stores, you can go to like the deli, not the deli, but there's like a dessert counter. Yes. Okay. So I'll go get like one of those like coin size, like little cheesecakes or whatever. Yeah. And then that's sitting on a little plate for when I'm done. And I sip my wine and I take my whole time. And then I, cause I'm not a big sweet person, but sometimes it's nice just to have a little like pasty thing. You know, I love pastry. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Who doesn't? So I'll enjoy like a little dessert. Yes. And then I've already cleaned the dishes as I've gone. So I don't have this big overwhelming heap yeah. or that'll be the night that I use the dishwasher, which doesn't happen very often. I quickly tidy up my dishes and then I run myself a hot bath with like all the things, Love it. all the things. I take my candles into the bathroom and my wine into the bathroom and my little stereo in stereo speaker into the bathroom. And then I have a beautiful hot bath and then I get to do whatever I want, which is usually going over to my partner's house to watch we're obsessed with this Viking show right now. 
the like the real Viking show? We watched that one. Now there's a new okay. one on Crave that's like, like I'm so great with names and titles. I don't know what it's uh, called, but right. it's fantastical. Okay. It's about dragons. <gasps> Maybe it's called the dragon something, something dragon. I don't know. Oh, it's the prequel to yeah. Game of Thrones. Yes. Yeah. I've been watching is that. it Game of Thrones? Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. it is. Tigerian. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I know. Like I was supposed to be born then. <laughs> right. I think that I have a parallel experience in there. Oh, Ooh, sure. speaking of which, toy, way off topic. Shayla and I had this massive download about um Tartarian, not Targaryen, Tartarian. Okay. Civilization and dragons and activation. We got this we her and I get the same crazy downloads at the same time. So okay. we're gonna record that. That'll be coming as a podcast behind the scenes one where we're cool. just like ah, really soon. All right. Insane energy. Anyways, side note, back to us all over the map today. ADHD on fire. I'm multitasking guys. (laughs) (laughs) So Uh, divinely aligned. Yeah. Right. So really like, I don't care if you are identify as female or male, that practice of giving yourself a date is spectacular, especially when it's at home and you can just really unwind. Yep. Really spectacular. It's a way to connect in and do some, some discovery. Yep. And then the second piece of really figuring out because often we don't understand what we are vibrationally. And the goal here is to shift into the vibration of the thing you desire, right? The vibration Mm -hmm. of your desire. So to understand where you're at, there's two things that you can do. You can write a list of where you're experiencing lack in your life. That's where your limiting beliefs are going to be laying. If there's lack, you've got blockages, for lack of a better word. No, let's not call it blockages. I use that lingo because it's so like easy to understand. But the truth is, if you have lack in your life, that is your vibration, that is your belief, and that belief is limiting you. Right. So identify where you have lack. There's something going on. Go spend some time with your inner child. The second thing, Everything, the law of correspondence, universal law of correspondence means that everything is a reflection of you. Everything is corresponding mm-hmm. with you. It's a reflection of you for you. And that doesn't mean if you've got a narcissistic partner who's very abusive, like I used to could once upon a time, it doesn't mean that you're abusive. It's not a reflection on that. It's a reflection of your value of yourself. yourself. Hard one yeah. to swallow. It is. Mm-hmm very hard one to swallow. You've got some real limits in and around work, if that's what you're going through. So you're going to vibrationally match like I did with another narcissist and then another one and then another one and then another one or a cheater or a hater or a ignorer or a drunk alcoholic drug addict or, 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 or. Yeah. I did it all. Like, oh my goodness, it was crazy. And I didn't know, I didn't know that I had worth issues. I was so proud of who I'd become based on who I started out as. Exactly. Which is beautiful, stunning, beautiful. I didn't know that I was over projecting my strength in order to look okay, to feel okay, to convince myself that I was okay. I didn't know. 
I didn't know that I had low work. I mean, in theory, I did because of how I was raised and how I was treated and abused. But I didn't understand that it was still hiding, that I didn't believe I was worthy of love. And you can say that, but where's your worth hiding? That's what divine alignment is so, like, it's so important. I love this program. You know, there's nothing more amazing, right? Than watching your client go through the journey of discovering their limits and falling in love with themselves right in front of your eyes. Like, it's intense. Yeah. I like it because you get to see like all sides of it. It's not just, um, and that's the thing about divine alignment is it's not all fluffy pancakes, right? Like Mm -mm. rainbow shooting out of your ass. No, it's like, it's work. And the people that come to divine alignment want to do that work. They Mm want to shed those layers and Mm -hmm. the rawness of it is so beautiful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Yeah. It's, fascinating to look from the, the some of the feedback I get is I've never felt so seen in all my life and accepted right. and it's not by us yeah we are seeing and accepting you and loving you but you are you seeing are. and yeah. accepting and loving you and we teach you how to do that it's amazing and that's what it takes to truly become the vibrational match of your desire but as I always say there's no rush and there is no finish line. Nope. There isn't. You get to choose the rate and the expansion or the, the magnitude of what you receive. Right. You don't have to take it all the way. There's no, there's no law that says, okay, this is what you have to do. It simply is free will. What is it that you desire to experience? And then become a vibrational match. Right. And you can make it as big as you want too, by the way. Yeah. Like mine's huge. <laughs> mine's so huge. And it changes. Like, like it's never the same all the time. Like it's never the same. That's the whole point, right? Like, mm-hmm. like before I go back to lip before my partner, like my partner, and I, we've had a very interesting journey. Um, he showed up in my meditations. So I was in Central America living. COVID sort of happened and I was like, okay, I'm going to go home because I just feel like I might be ready Mm -hmm. because I wasn't ready. I was traveling and teaching and all into this. Like it wasn't a priority for me. It wasn't that I wasn't ready. It wasn't a priority. And then I was like, okay, I can feel him a little bit. So I'm going to go back to Canada. So I came back to Canada Then I get here and I'm like, oh, I get to go. Like I, I have the freedom. I can live anywhere I want. It is a struggle when I decide to move, cause I'm like, where do I want to go? Like I've sat there with a map and just thrown pins at a map and been like, I guess I'm going to Honduras next. Like I, I never know where I want to live. Right. Until my partner came in. And so I come back to Canada, Ontario, which is the middle of Canada, mm-hmm. kind of the middle. And then I'm like, I'm, I've never been to the East coast. Like that's the only part of Canada I haven't done. I'm going to go live there. So I get all the way to the, out to the East coast. It's gorgeous. And he shows up in my meditation as soon as I get there. And it, oh no, he's in Ontario. I'm like, oh fuck. You could have told me this before I like came all the way out here. Yeah. Incredible <laughs> experience, right? Like I just drove three days across the country. Cool. Thanks. That's fine. Three <laughs> days nonstop because it was COVID too. 
um, like didn't, oh, yeah. that was all on earth, like yeah. 11 hours with Frankie in the car. Anyway, side note. So I'm like, oh, he's in Ontario. Cool. So I come back to Ontario and I'm like, all right, this is how easy it is, gang. The moment you become the vibrational alignment. And I shared with you like a big tip on how I do that, right? Mm-hmm. So here I am back in Ontario. Ontario is pretty big. I'm not sure where I want to land in it. So I just settle at a friend's house for a bit. And I'm like, I'm just going to let it unfold. And I get invited to a party because I haven't been back in Canada for a long time, like that part. So my friend's like, come to a backyard bonfire, whatever. Wasn't going to go. I don't like cold. Here I am in Canada. It's fall. It's her birthday. It's an outside COVID social distancing thing. If I see you, I have to touch you. And so that was my response. I'm like, I'm going to touch you. Like, I don't know, like what to tell you. And she's like, no, it's fine. So show up at this party. And then I feel him walk across the yard 10 minutes later. Mm -hmm. That's how it happens. You do not have to look at all, at all. You will divinely align. Yep. It's impossible not to. And it will be easy and you will just know. And then it's not perfect. No, it's never perfect. We've had our ups and downs. And what wasn't working is we were trying to be traditional. I was trying to be like, okay, yeah, cohabitation. Awesome. And it almost ruined us. And then I was like, wait, I'll just move across the street. It'll be way better. And now, boom. <laughs> and now I have purple chairs. There you go. Come all the way back to the purple chairs. <laughs> so it does. It aligns easy. And I know you've had very similar experiences of easy alignment, right? Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when I left my ex-husband. That's mm-hmm. when it really started happening for me. Like just bam, 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 bam. It was like, okay, so I get this job. I get this. I do this and I go here. And then it's like, oh, I like, I'm ready. Like I'm ready to, you know, have a, a relationship. And it's like, oh, there he is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and then you move and, you know, and then all the fun stuff. And then there's you. <laughs> here we are. Right. <laughs> It is so. And like, I think going back to one of the things that you started to talk about, but I interrupted as per usual. My apologies. That's okay. Backing up too. Um, You said, oh, now I've totally lost my point. Shit. Isn't that great when that happens? You were talking about, oh yeah, the boundary piece, the fence in the garden falling, like putting up that fence, tending to that fence, right? Yeah. And that's the thing, like all of a sudden you got into a space where you're like, wait, this isn't served me. This is what I'm going to walk away from. That's, that's self-love. Yeah. And then without even really noticing that I was doing that, right? Like it's just, but knowing that I deserved more, I, I was valued more, but still not, that was like surface level to me, that's surface level. I wasn't going in deep like there. And then, you know, you find, like you said, like, it's not easy when you find the love of your life. And, you know, it's, it's not just your belief system that's being added to your garden. You're actually like cohabitating now. And Mm -hmm. you've got two people who were raised differently or everybody is raised differently because everybody has a different perception of their life. Right. So everybody sees things and experiences everything so drastically different that, and then you've got kids involved in that. And then you have animals involved in that. And then it's just Mm -hmm. like, it's not easy, but we're taught that it's supposed to be easy, you know, like 
We are lied to. We are lied to so much. Oh my God. (laughs) Everything. Big fat lie. (laughs) Throw it all in the fire. All of it. (laughs) Like that's garbage. I don't want to believe that anymore. Yeah. No, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, we're not taught boundaries. We're not taught about the fence and um, the strength that we have inside ourselves to say like, no, like we're, we're valued. We're very Mm -hmm. much like we, we deserve as much as we, as much as we desire, as much as we require in our life. Mm -hmm. Um, And when we don't know that, you know, you're going to have people that are going to come down and bulldoze it or spray paint it or, you know, ax it, whatever it is. Get on it. Yeah. Go ahead. They're pointy posts. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Yeah, no, it's true. Like, yeah, it's beautiful. And like, there's so many layers. Like I could literally talk about this for probably days, like no joke for days. I'm an expert at this now, like legit. But I think the biggest takeaways are you know, those boundaries are so essential. That fence in your garden is so essential, but that will be the hardest thing that you ever do. Yes. And I want to say like, it does, the fence doesn't have to be to the point where it's like solid metal and nobody can come through because Mm -mm. that's, Mm -mm. that's just offers that's protection. And that's, you're still living in that fear mindset, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let it have a gate. Have a gate. And you get to choose who goes through the gate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. But it is, it's not easy. I think that's one of the hardest things that I watch my clients go through. My, my own personal journey was so messy that I can't even remember how uncomfortable it was to start with boundaries. I think I overprojected them in the beginning, like feisty almost. Yeah. For which sure. is not great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely did. Um, which unfortunately ended up burning some bridges in my life, but mm, that's okay. It is what it is. Yep. And then I learned better. Yeah. And now I do better. And, but watching my clients go through this and my students go through it, it's, it's uncomfortable, but there's some really simplistic, beautiful, easy boundaries that are so healthy and so powerful and they don't have to be uncomfortable. So Play them, role play them out in the shower, role play them out when you're driving in the car. And you never want your boundary to create a reaction. That's not what a boundary is. That's a step. Right. Your fence doesn't need to have, you know, things flinging from it. <laughs> you don't, it's not about creating a reaction. It's about right. setting a beautiful, healthy yes. boundary and being like, yeah. no, the, the gate is closed right now. That's all. Yeah. And there's lots of ways to do that. So I don't want anyone to project their boundaries the way I right. did when I was in my like maybe 30, 31, decade and a bit ago. I feel like that was me all throughout mm-hmm. high school. And mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was, sh- I would go from super shy to blowing a gasket kind of thing. Mm. Um, yeah. Anyway, super unfortunate. But here we are. Now I, now I know better. Right. And I can be quite sassy with my boundaries. Mm-hmm. Like if you're pushing them too far, <laughs> there's a whole t-shirt line on them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a whole t-shirt line. My last name is no for a reason. <laughs> um, but it's, yeah, it's just, 
owning your work and speaking right. that out of a very, you don't have to speak it with love, but speak, speak it with kindness. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So super important. All right. So we've got use music to reflect. Let's recap really quick. Yep. Music to reflect all the layers. Go visit all of yourselves. What is your inner child asking of you? We've got soft, kind boundaries, but firm. Yeah. Holding your fence, let it have a gate. Um, dating yourself, becoming the vibrational match. And then remembering that your belief structure, if there are ones that are limiting you, you will not align. That is right. the truth. And you will get frustrated and frustrated. I have one student right now. She's lovely. She's amazing. And she wants love so bad that she cannot align with it. Right. And she, she hasn't seen it yet, but she will soon. She's on her way to that. But because she wants it so bad, it's the fear of not having it. That's what she's not understanding it. So if you have that limiting belief, whether it's abundance, love, soul, purpose, to the point where it hurts, it aches, mm-hmm. you won't receive the thing. You're pushing it away. So it's really important. Just take a step back and ask yourself, what was I taught about this? Or what is my definition of this? from under the age of eight and then start to navigate that belief structure. It's a starting point anyway. Yeah. You want to hyperspeed it. Sarah Rose has openings. Right. Let's do it. hundred <laughs> percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool beans. All right, gang. Thanks for hanging out today. Thank you. As always, I love seeing your face, Sarah Rose. Thank you. Thanks. All right. You guys know where to find us. We're on diamondno.com. All of our socials, our email, everything's there. We love you and keep aligning. Until we talk next time, stay brave, bold, and rock.